In a world where movies were produced like shit through a goose, this is the story of two movie nerds on a mission they weren't supposed to survive. And their obsession that drove them to the edge of madness. But they managed to escape with the bone-chilling stories of action, adventure, mayhem, and love. Starring Miranda Lady Killer Birdall and introducing Raymond El Guapo Craig in Cinema Danger Duo, Episode 12, Civil War. Hey movie folks, this is the Cinema Danger Duo. This is Miranda. And this is Raymond. And we, each week, well, bi-weekly, and it's been a while, so hello again. <laughs> yeah, the gun. <laughs> yeah, review three films with spoilers, so be forewarned that they are included. And we are Sans guests this time. Yeah. Possibly. Unless, unless Tim decides to show up late. <laughs> Possibly might Tim might, might show up. Yeah. And uh, the three ones we're doing this time around are National Lampoon, Drunk Stone, Brilliant Dead, uh, Finding Vivian Meyer, and Captain America Civil War. Since we planned to do that one a while back and hadn't got a chance to, we really wanted to review it. So our first one we're going to talk about is uh, National Lampoon, Drunk Stoned, Brilliant Dead. So uh, this one um, was a pretty cool documentary to watch. I've been yeah. wanting to see it for a bit because I had seen a preview a while back and I grew up on those movies. Um, oh yeah. And didn't really get a chance to uh you know, I was by the time that those movies came around the magazine was kind of dying off, so I didn't really get to read it right. versus the older generation who did. Right. Um and so for me when it gets into the later part of the movie and starts to talk about the movies that's where I start to get a little bit more nostalgia yeah but you do see it is cool to see early footage of the actors who would later be in Saturday Night Live yeah and, um you know and to see how big of a role Belushi had right with them and he he actually was kind of front and center for a lot of their early stuff. Right. You know, versus, you know, you're used to seeing more stuff with, like, Chevy Chase and... Right. Some of those names are even hearing Harold Ramis, because he was with them as well. Right. But uh, Belushi seemed to be, like, the one... the per, Kind of the ringleader. Yeah. Because yeah, they brought a lot of them over from Second City... Right. ...in Chicago. Um, once they went from the magazine to... Now right. we're going to start doing, like, a live show and yeah. um, an off-Broadway kind of thing. Yeah, I was, um, I really enjoyed it. I didn't know about the magazine. Mm -hmm. It was really cool to see how that did all begin and grow. And their radio show, and then evolving into the sketch comedy. And, mm -hmm. yeah, like you said, seeing the very young John Belushi and Chevy Chase and Gilda Radner. Mm -hmm. And a lot of those people that, yeah, became... SNL. I had no sure. idea that that's where that all came from. Well, that was really cool. Yeah, it's interesting to see uh, once once they do start to become bigger names and um, become more known. That's when they kind of got under Lauren Michaels' uh, radar, and he right. was like, "Oh, you guys should come over here." And so you could see kind of some animosity in some of the reviews right. or the interviews with um 
the guys from Lampoons where they're like, yeah, they pretty much just took right. all of our cast and some of our really good writers and yeah. they, and that became SNL. Like, right. a, a lot of the early cast and everything was right. straight up like, they're like, oh, let's just take National Lampoons and turn that into SNL. Right, right. Well, it was, yeah. And I think that happens with anything that grows eventually. Mm-hmm. But it was cool to see. Um where they came from, I had no idea. And it was, I did, I learned a lot and I really enjoyed it too. And then going into um, the movies, like you said, mm-hmm. and then also into where a lot of those writers now are, like they showed like Family Guy and um, The Simpsons. and Yeah, and they had some good uh, interviews from all over the place, like not just ones who were involved, but people who were definitely influenced by it. Right. Uh, so, like, Judd Apatow, yeah. you know, he talks about when he was at the theater watching, um, you know, Animal House or Vacation or one of those films. And right. And how it affected him and his comedy. And, uh, but then you also get some stuff from people who had maybe bit parts in the early movies they did. Yeah. And then later became bigger actors like uh, Kevin Bacon, who right, did, yeah, like, he he had a small part in Animal House, but then kind of went on to bigger things. But he even talks about the magazine, and he's like, "Yep, I pretty much just looked at it, <laughs> hoping to find boobs." Like right, that. and that was some of their audience was like the ones who were like, "I just want the raunchy stuff." Right, even though there's a lot of layers of comedy. And, and satire right. in there. But, um, and it seems like as it progressed and as the ownership and management kind of changed over, it became more about, well, we're declining sales, so just let's make it more raunchy. Right. More of that Get attention that way. the smart, highbrow right. stuff. So, yeah. Um, you could see how it kind of started with this, you know, we're serious writers and we're making real comedy that's yeah. actually... You know, there's a, there is a message there, even if not everybody yeah. gets it, or if it seems like silly at first. There's right. more layers to it. Well, it and was then like it really went down, right? And it really was the beginning of comedy that was not censored in any way. I thought that was awesome. I appreciate that that they mm-hmm. could just totally lay it all out however they wanted to, and they were allowed to get away with pretty much anything. Yeah, like uh, Billy Bob Thornton was saying, like when he read it, it was like. This is the first time I saw something where uh, you could get away with that sort of stuff and be telling serious truth in, right. in this ridiculous format. Like, it just seems so silly, but you're actually telling something that everybody wants to say, but they're afraid to say it. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't know the story of um, Doug Kenny either, and that was really... That was sad. It was yeah. weird to see Chevy Chase, well, be a part of this because it doesn't seem like he really is very, as far as like SNL is concerned. I don't think he really does anything reunion wise with he, them. Or he's very um, polarizing guy. Yeah, I guess. So from what I know, um, he people the the reason he doesn't come back and host all the time like Steve Martin and right. some of those veterans do. Is that he? People hate working with him. Like he. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. What happened with Community too is there's a few people who work there who were like, 
like Joel McHale was like, no, we got to keep him here. We need him. Like, yeah. he's so great. And then some people were like, screw this guy. Like, this... I can't stand him. Right. Know? And so he's just kind of like the, like, he's just one of those egos that can yeah. clash. And, you know, it sucks because he can be really funny. But, oh, yeah. For but sure. But I think that's why it's hard to get him, like, you don't see him on camera like this very often. No. And so, yeah. He so gets... it's really cool to see him open up as a person and talk about his friend. And yeah. it, it really, I think it's the most I've just seen him just talk about just even his career. I haven't seen him do that anywhere. So I, I mean that, that was another really cool part of it. Well, and we haven't said like Bill Murray is one of the big names too, but he, I don't, he don't think he's on there at all. He he didn't do really any interviews. And I, I wonder if there's some behind the scenes stuff to that, where it's like some of them have fond memories of it. Right. You know, they regret that it, that, that got lost when they went to SNL and that sort of thing. And some were probably like, I was so glad to get out of there and get a real yeah. job at this place. You know, so some of them probably have, they're like, uh, I don't really want to dredge up old yeah. memories of that. So yeah, I think that's probably why it's, you don't get as comprehensive as far as the interviews go. Right. It's a lot of the same People, if I did have a, one complaint, that's probably it. It's that you see a lot of interviews, and they're good interviews. Oh, yeah. But it's all, like, the editors and writers. And right. And very few with um, some of the comedians that you probably, who were there in the early stages right. that you would want to see. Obviously, Belushi can be in it. You right. Know, his wife has some stuff in there, but... Yeah. Um, but it would have been nice to get a little bit more variety, yeah. I think, yeah. out of the interviews. Yeah. Well, I yeah, I guess overall, it's um, everyone should see it. There's so much to learn, and just just where our comedy comes from now. That's such a, that was such a huge staple of. Oh yeah, well, and then all of it. They talk about. You know, people forget like Animal House created a whole genre. Of oh yeah. But you wouldn't really have American, American Pie. Pie, yeah, for sure. Anything like that, mm-hmm. if not for that one. And it's always interesting to see uh, when they talk about the studios being so against it, and like we're not getting putting any money behind this. This looks like crap. Yeah. But then find someone there happened to be a big fan of the Lampoon magazine and was like, dude, I think you guys are hilarious. Like I'll talk to him and make this happen. So because of that, then it kind of slips through and then it actually becomes a big success. Yeah. And then of course all the national Lampoon vacation movies that are like the best, like the Christmas one is a staple for me every Christmas. Oh yeah. absolutely. (laughs) I forget about the first one, the vacation one. They showed the scene where he's just cussing at the kids and about how much fucking fun they're going (laughs) to have. (laughs) I'm like, Oh my God, I forgot about all. Yeah. No, so great. Yeah. He's brilliant. And that, and you know, they talk about, just how much you got away with then too. Yeah. Um, even for an R movie, like nowadays, you know, she just says there's like incest. Oh yeah. Uh, infidelity. There's like cussing at children. Right. There's like, oh yeah. Elderly abuse. Elderly, yeah. There's <laughs> yeah. just all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. That, 
the um, ratings board would just be like, no, X rating, and then you have to, like, cut, 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 yeah. And even the studios would be afraid to release it as an R. Like, they would be like, no, we want a PG-13, so we're going to cut some stuff out, you know? Yeah. You you even see that with ones like... uh, Animal House now. Oh yeah, that are supposed to be for the sure. Because and that all like, boils down to money because they want more of an audience. Yeah. They want more money. But you, I think you lose the comedy once you start to yes. censor yourself before it even goes to the ratings. Absolutely, board. that's why Deadpool. Oh yeah, was such a relief because it was like finally something that just I felt like in the same vein as just everything that you want to just have laid out yeah, there. It's like we don't have to worry about you know. The teenager yeah. getting getting that PG thirteen rating, were straight up going for the R. Yeah. And so that let them play the character the way it's supposed to be played. And right. Yeah, I think we've lost some of that, but it's it seems like it's starting to kind of come back. Where yeah. Like you know what, we can actually do an R movie and still get the box office. Gross. Right. Like that one, Deadpool grossed more than half of the oh, yeah. super, you know, all the X-Men movies that beat, like, right. it just showed, like, you can do it and Yeah, there is an audience there for it. Water it in. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Which is funny, it seems like everything's backwards as far as the movie world and the ratings are concerned as far as the TV world, mm-hmm. because on the other hand, you have, like, American Horror Story and all these TV shows that are so, so, on the so horrible. And they're on cable television. Yeah. <laughs> and my son could be, like, scrolling through, and, like, the, fir- like the first episode of American Horror Story sees some guy getting raped. You know, I mean, that's like, that was the first episode. I'm yeah. like, what the shit has happened to TV? It's so weird that, that that's it's how that TV way. Is, but then what, and yeah, I don't know what that is. If it's maybe because now they're like, oh, well, you can just enter in your TiVo or, or you know, right. whatever your machine DVR and make sure that it's, there's these locks on it. So maybe that's why they can get away with it. Is they're like, oh, well, the parent can just put a password on it and block certain things. Right. But usually what happens is the kid knows how to unlock that stuff. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. It doesn't really work. No. Okay, so our next one's another documentary Mm -hmm. called Finding Vivian Meyer. And it is, wow, this one was really cool to see. It was another story I didn't know anything about, and I was completely captivated by Mm -hmm. and um the premise with it is it's uh is john maloof is that his name uh yes um he i think he i believe he wrote and directed the documentary maybe but anyway he went to an auction like in 2007 and bought some film negatives i don't know the whole story seems kind of like there's details missing maybe i think it's a little too much from his point of view like yeah that that it's hard to know uh, what, like you said, what's missing there? Right, there could be more to the story, and actually, we'll get to it in a little bit. But the there is some afterward research that I did that's like oh, stuff nice. taking place after after the, the film, yeah. Because the yeah, what happens is he uh, goes through this stuff and was like, oh, I can use this for my project at school, whatever. And right. then it turns out, like, wow, these are really good. And then he 
keeps developing more of them and like trying to get them up in a gallery right and share you know and it starts like he shares them online and I isn't think there Flickr like a kickstarter or something, like or something for that for, i think um, he, well i think he, first he shared them on like a Flickr account or oh something, okay gotcha got so many views mm-hmm. and shares and reposts gotcha it was like this needs to be in a gallery what's going on right and then he's like okay i gotta find out who this is and you know get the story and get it out there and yeah it's interesting to see because like it was very hard for him to find anything on this right right yeah so that's the mystery of the documentary is uh who was this person taking these pictures because these pictures whoa they are something really, truly something a lot. Like I just, I was really in, just wowed by it. Well, I really it's was. Worth after you watch going through and just like just doing an, a search for her photos and then actually seeing them and examining them because you know it's right with the documentary you're going to go through them rather quickly because there's so many oh yeah and oh my god yeah there's cool so many really look at them and and see like sh- how she captures people because of uh using that type of camera it's where you're right looking down at it yeah and so and seeing kind of the reflected image yeah and so they don't necessarily realize their photos being taken because she's just sort of looking down and assumingly yeah and um versus now it's like as soon as you put your phone up in the air everyone knows right you're, you're yeah taking their photo yeah and so she captures just these amazing moments, moments. And oh my god character and things that yeah, it's really good. Work. Oh my gosh, yeah. So um, as the documentary progresses, um, he does discover that um, they're taken by this Vivian Meyer, who um, was just known as well. Re- no one really knew her, but she was a nanny for several different families, and she was French American, I believe. Yeah. Although that even that gets I, yeah, that was weird. Where some. So, like, it's hard to tell which of the... Because they have some of the people who she was a nanny for talk right. about her. And you get different stories. Like, one's like, I'm pretty sure her accent was fake. And that she right. was, like, total... You know, like... And one is saying, like, she's very abusive. Right. And another's like, she's totally sweet. Like, right. it's a nice lady. And so it's like, who... is she, Was she really different around these people yeah or was she or some of them just kind of making up a character right in their head or something but i well i don't know because i i, I felt like the, all those people were being very genuine even the girl that says that, like she was abusive because she seems bothered by saying it you know mm-hmm. like almost like she doesn't want to say that about yeah. her um and for somebody that took pictures in that way because it is a little stalkerish and you do have to have kind of a certain personality to go about doing things that way. Yeah, yeah. That I could see that this could be a person that is a bit of a con and does have many different sides. It's possible. Yeah, because, I mean, just the amount, like, it's like 30,000 negatives or something oh, like that. Oh, crazy. So, and she didn't um, She was a hoarder, right? any of them. Like, she, he finally found records of her... Sent like sending to a print lab, and here's kind of how I want them. Like, I like what you did last with this and that sort of thing, yeah. But, um, it seemed like very few of them 
that she actually sent out to print and um, and that maybe she didn't really, based on her notes and stuff, that maybe she didn't necessarily know how to print them very well. Yeah. And so that also becomes an issue of, like, if you if you were to display them, like, do you, do you display them with how she would have intended right. or do you make them look better? Right. Because uh, with newer, you know, technology and right. everything, they can be very clean and have a different, you know, like, what yeah, kind totally. of contrast does she want, like, all those sort of things, you know? Right. So it's kind of hard to say. And that's another part of the, to me, that is is kind of addressed in it, but not enough because it's yeah. from his point of view. Is right. The, um, basically, is it okay that he's doing this? Like, because right. he's kind of profit, the only one profiting from all of this because there's right. no, he couldn't find, you know, family or anyone right. else. And so it basically, it's in his best interest that you even watch this documentary and get excited right. enough to go out and buy a print. You know? Right, exactly. And so it's kind of, you know, selling his product, For so sure. to sense. So and, and also just, like, the push to get it in a gallery right. is yep. in his best interest, too. Right. You know? So it's hard to say whether he's doing this out of, like, oh, I, I just respect her so much, right. like, she deserves to be known and have her name out there, versus, right. like, well, what's in it for you? Mm -hmm. like his intentions. Yeah. Yeah, you're, now you're famous for it, and you're getting right. money and attention for not actually doing the work. Yeah. But, I think of all the people that... But it is work. I mean, it's... You know, oh, for sure. It's work on his part. It's not, like, yeah. he's just... But I think that's also because he could see what he had when he... Totally. So... So that, yeah. that's where it gets a little controversial, you know, it's like... Yeah. Well, of all the people the that did talk, I have to say, he is the one that I do feel like something's missing. I don't feel like the whole story's there. It, something seems a little off. And just like you said, because it is his movie... And he has the direction of it. And his interviews you are very clean. couldn't possibly and, know all of it. Oh, yeah. 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 like a little more probably rehearsed and everything. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, that's an issue. And then, so, as I said, there's kind of more after the story. Well, and I haven't checked to see where this is at right now, but um, when I did look online to try to find out more on the legal matters of yeah. it. Yeah. It sounds like there might be a cousin, like a distant cousin or someone related who came forward. Was like, wait a minute, I know who oh, that is. I'm related to them, and is kind of fighting to get oh. the those back in possession of the family and sure. that sort of thing. So I don't know where that's at yet. Yeah, um, but that that would also be interesting to see. Like, if right. someone does say, hey. That's my family. And oh, yeah. Hand those over. Uh, you know, will he? Like, right. he doesn't have to. Like, he could bought him in an auction. Right. Square, but. Well, he did get a lot of recognition and acclaim because I believe this film was nominated for an Oscar. Mm -hmm. So I, he definitely is. Um, he's getting a lot of attention. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got a, for sure. I a lot of other awards. And yeah. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it's. I don't know. It's hard to say. Like, like I said, it, it is work even making a documentary like this. Oh, is yeah. Work. So I can't fault him too much. You know, it's like that if you 
that's part of why you go to an auction is like you right. hope to find like a diamond right. worth anyway. So right, for sure. And and at the same time, it's like no one would know who she was or have ever seen these photos if not for him. So yeah, that's true. Well, and if anything, I mean, this it, documentary is really fascinating. Mm-hmm. It, the pictures are incredible, and it is and kind of and it does a good job of this mystery around. Her. Oh yeah, absolutely. I would say the the. As it goes along, it gets a little too heavy into the, the you know, was she this bad nanny kind of right. thing. And I feel like um, it didn't know where to go with that because it didn't have a definitive answer. And so right. it sort of took too much time with that. Um, right. Well, yeah, because she's not here to defend herself. Yeah, it's all and her pro- side. And, well, yeah, and it's like there's very little records of anything. Like right. That. And so... It, I don't know. It's hard to say because, yeah, you don't want the whole mystery to be solved or it's not interesting. Right, yeah. You know, there's still got to be some questions there. But at the same time, it feels, like, still unsure. Right. You know, we don't yeah. Really know. Yeah, it is. never is, really. But it's still worth, I would say, watching, you know, both for the imagery and to kind of delve <sighs> yeah. into, like, Okay, yeah, like, why was she going around taking right. so many photos of all these strangers and with such good work and not, like, didn't try to submit to, like, try, like, you're a nanny. Why would right. you try to get a job in this field? And, Do you think it's one of those things that it was just, like, a passion? she could have been in... Oh, she could have been, but do you think it's because it was just a passion and, and this thing that she loved, but she self-doubted herself and didn't realize how good she was? Possibly. Yeah. It was just a matter of her not knowing how. Cause it doesn't seem like she was super talkative. No. You know, any landlords or anyone who did know her. So. Yeah. Well, she, I think she was a extreme introvert. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm sure that had a lot to do with it. Mm Mm-hmm. But, yeah, check this one out. This one's on Netflix, I believe, still. Mm-hmm. I don't know about the National Lampoon documentary. Uh, no, that one, um, it is a video on demand, but uh, okay. I didn't see it on Netflix. So, I didn't even look for it um, on there. So that one you probably have to rent, but that one's definitely worth it. And plus, for me, it kind of got me back in the nostalgia of wanting to go watch right. Lampoon movies again, and even oh, me too. John Hughes movies too. Yes, I love John Hughes. Uh, you know, he did some work in the later years of Lampoons, and it's funny how they talk about how raunchy he was. I know then, that's what I thought. And then, like you know, because he's think like, of Breakfast him as, like Breakfast Club. Yes, stuff. but I mean, he also wrote Vacation too, right? So, I yeah, mean, he has. He had a dirty mind too. Yeah, you know? <laughs> that's so, funny. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. But, so our last one is Captain America Civil War. So this one, uh, yeah, we're a little late on that <laughs> one. Uh, we were going to do it sooner, but... Uh, Still had to do to it. Me, to me, it's uh, definitely one of the best recent um, superhero movies, for sure. Yeah, um, it's Made good. up for, as I talked in the last one about oh, Batman vs. Yeah. Superman, kind of... Got rid of the bad taste in my mouth from that one. Right. Um, uh, I told, uh, if Tim were here, he can back (laughs) me up. I told him, basically, that if uh, Batman, if the twist in Batman 
Superman sums uh-huh. it up, you know, is that, uh, hey, we both have moms. Martha. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> then in this one, it's, hey, you killed my mom. You know? Oh, so yeah, right. To me, it's like the stakes are better. It's right. more of a, oh, I actually care about what they're fighting for. Yeah. And I care about the people on screen. And they're both kind of justified. Right. And um, so if you haven't seen it, um, this one you do kind of have to watch. Whereas I said, like, the last Superman, like, you could have kind of skipped over. Right, and followed along. Superman and still been okay with it. Like, uh, Amy, she didn't see the first Superman one and uh-huh. uh, didn't feel like she missed anything from it. Yeah. Uh, this one, I feel like if you didn't watch at least the last Captain, but preferably the last two, um, you are kind of missing a lot with yeah, uh, especially that's funny. these characters. Yes, because I saw the first Avenger one mm-hmm. uh, with Captain America, and then I missed the Winter Soldier, and I saw this one, and I was kind of like at first like, what, with the Bucky character? I'm like, because I didn't have that connection with the two, like understand the bond there. And I still want to well, see it, but yeah, I mean, I could get it after a while. That whole movie going after this guy you know it's right. like he he's such a big figure in that movie that um it, yeah it would be hard to watch this one and not feel like you're kind of missing out right. on something with that uh so it was still good though like i the, the other thing really too, enjoyed it that's good yeah um, the one thing i would say too is this one is pretty much like another Avengers movie. Like, yeah, Because totally. it has all of those other characters. You Plus know, some extras. Does, yeah, it does. Yeah, for sure. And we'll talk about that. But yeah, um, it uh, does help to have seen those two because yeah. otherwise it's all these random cameos. Right. And, it, and this is sort of like what you want in a comic book where it's like, oh, hey, right. Ant-Man just showed up and, right. you know, all these Spider-Man just showed yeah. up. Yeah. And so, uh, if you hadn't seen him, and you know, it's maybe not right. quite as funny, but he's still great in it. Yeah. So, oh, I love Ant Man so much. You don't have to see all the supplemental movies, but it is kind of like the Avenger, the other Avengers movies, where right, you're bringing so many characters into yeah. it now that it right. helps to be caught up. Well, yeah, it. that's the fun of it all because there they all are together. Right. Um, but yeah, I well, my, I love this movie. So I yeah, loved the, it. The new ones, uh, I definitely thought Panther was awesome. Oh my was god! Great cast, my favorite. Just cool, badass. Uh, yeah, like he. I, I was wondering if he would be, you know, cool enough and strong enough and that sort of thing. You oh, know, because it's yeah. like to bring. Anytime you're bringing a character like that who deserves their own movie. And he is and getting bringing, it right. Yeah, and, and, and they tease that in the end credits right. a little bit. But to bring him in to this movie with an already packed cast that you already kind of know and love. Right. And he's still just, you know, every scene he's in, he kind of steals the scene for that moment. Oh, yeah. And that's awesome that they were able to do that with this character because it does make you go, yeah, I want to see more of this. Oh, movie. yeah, for sure. Um and same with Spider-Man. Like, yes, best, I loved it. I would say best screen Spider-Man thus yeah. far. Like he 
they nailed it with the casting and just his sort of unassuming, like, he, you know, he is a high school kid, not right. like, oh, I'm, this becoming, I'm becoming a man now yeah. sort of thing. It's like he's the, kid, yeah. the young kid Spider-Man who's just like, I don't know what I'm doing, right. sir, but I really want to be part of the team. Right. You know, just well, when I first saw him, too, I thought, oh, I was like, oh, this is a kid. I thought it was going to be corny and, yeah. and not, and it ended up being, it, he is one of the best characters to see uh-huh. and, well, and it's, very funny. Yeah, it's perfect every time uh, he's in the battle where it's like, you know, he'll take someone out as far as like webbing them or right. something. And then he just starts to chat their ear off and, you know, there's a line where he's like, you know, there's not usually this much talking. He's like, oh, yeah, sorry, sorry. And then yeah. gets back to just kicking ass. Yeah. Or, you know, he'll say something like, oh, that's so cool. You have an arm. You know. Right. It's, it, to me, it's like the Spider-Man I've been wanting to see. So it makes yes. me stoked for his movie. Yeah. Just because uh, we'll kind of get to see more of that sort of... Uh, the teen Spider-Man who's right. just kind of the nerdy kid right. coming into his own. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he was great. And I loved seeing Ant-Man because he is one of my favorites. So oh, yeah. that was actually... Paul Red's yes. awesome and he had some great moments too. Yeah. Um, yeah, pretty much all around it was one of the most solid, like I would say better than the last couple of Avengers movies. Oh, and, yeah, it was know. great. Yeah, so, I loved it. Thumbs up on that one. Yeah. It's definitely a must-see as far as the uh, the Marvel movies go. Oh, yeah. Action, humor. It's got it all. It's great. Yeah. For sure. And the, yeah, the action, too. Like, all of the... Oh, yeah. All the, the fighting. Pretty, yeah. And I like how each character... They've really gotten down, like, they're, okay, how would this person fight? And we make that cool for you. Like, I heard a lot of people say, you know, even though Black Widow's been in a few of the movies now. Right. Like, Black Widow was so bad at, you know, like, even though this is, she's a few movies in, and she still has just really cool moves and choreography, and so. Yeah. She's great. But I I like Scarlet Witch more, I think. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I like that (laughs) actress. I like, oh my gosh, what's What's the twins? She's the twins' younger sister, Elizabeth. Uh, oh, my gosh. Oh, the yeah, the actress. The famous twins. Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen. Oh, yeah, Elizabeth Olsen. That's oh, her name. okay. I yeah. love her. <laughs> she's always great. Yeah. For sure. I think she's really good as the Scarlet Witch. So. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I'm excited for more, always. I think they're Yeah, it definitely amazing. really nicely for the other spinoffs, but it's a really well self-contained story by itself like by the end it's when they give you the kind of twist of okay they're all in this room together why are they going to fight each other right because at this point they should be pretty much on the same side right yeah and like oh that's great like that's a really good motivation for as opposed to right exactly Batman Superman where it's just like (laughs) yeah really Really? right (laughs) yeah I know so, yeah, this is, obviously, it's been out for a while. I don't think it's in theaters. Might be at the cheap seats, possibly. I'm, sh- I'm sure it'll be coming to video pretty soon, though. Uh, yeah. September, I think, so. But, so, yeah. Re- yeah, nevertheless, it's it was great. It was fun. And, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for more Marvel. They've been doing great things, mm-hmm. for sure. 
All so. Right. so, hopefully, yeah. like, we did take a little bit of a break, but hopefully yeah. we'll get back on track. We'll be back. Yeah. Um, I think probably want to do the next Ghostbusters. Yes. This be interesting. I still haven't seen it yet. So yes. that would be a good one to... One of the new com- kitty movies, maybe, that's out there. Yeah, yeah. There's been a couple good kitty ones. Right. Dory and... Uh, BFG. Secret Life Pets. Secret BFG, Life yeah. Pets, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Look out for a couple of those movies on the next one. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. We'll see you guys next time. Thank you for joining yeah. us. And you can always check us out on our website, rallyshoplocal.com. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Bye.